Welcome to the Feminine Empowerment Project podcast. Today's episode is a very important, however, very controversial topic. I hope this episode may give you a bit of a different perspective on the concept of modesty. Modesty is a hot topic today, as many women feel that they were shamed by purity culture, and therefore they have embarked on a mission to destroy what they see as control of their bodies by patriarchy. I understand the toxic messages many young women received in a religious context. I received the same messages, licked cupcakes, chewed gum, a board with a nail in it, or they may have been told that they were responsible for boys' thoughts or behavior. These analogies and ideas taught to young women in many church settings were harmful, inappropriate, and completely missed the mark in teaching young girls about consent, bodily autonomy, intentional intimacy, and intentional empowered clothing choices. However, I will state emphatically that the pendulum has swung way too far on the other side, and a free-for-all, expose-it-all mentality has taken the place of purity culture's modesty ideas, and this too is harmful to women. You may want to give a middle finger to religious purity culture, But I want you to also understand that there is an insidious form of secular patriarchy that also has toxic and harmful views of women. Secular patriarchy views women's bodies as objects to be displayed and viewed for the lustful gratification of men. Women are dehumanized and objectified in music, magazines, calendars, TV shows, movies, pornography, and all manner of media that is designed for men to gratify themselves off of women's bodies. The reality is that women who think they are giving the middle finger to patriarchal purity culture are jumping right into the arms of secular patriarchy, which is all too happy to objectify and lust after you as you shed your modesty for that string bikini. If you think that the sexualization of women comes from modesty culture or purity culture, Hopefully, this podcast will shed some light on the real culprit of the sexualization of women. Throughout the decades, we've seen dramatically dramatic changes to girls' and women's clothing, from infant all the way to women's clothing. When we look at clothing designed for boys and men, there's been very little change in the last 70 years as far as how much coverage there is. The most common And I emphasize the most common swimwear for boys and men has remained mid-thigh to knee-length swim trunks for at least the last 70 years. Tank tops for boys and men have always had thick straps. Shorts have remained mid-thigh to knee-length. Styles have changed, but overall body coverage for boys and men has not changed in 70 years. Whether it's from swimwear, to shorts, to tank tops, or whatever it is, overall coverage has not changed. When we look at clothing designed for women, however, it tells a completely different and very disturbing story. So let's just look at bikinis in the 1950s. The bottoms were either brief style that covered the hips or boy shorts, just really, you know, coming down a little bit onto the leg. The tops were generally either a crop top or a sports bra type style. That's the best way I can think of describing it. 
generally only about an inch or so of the abdomen was showing maybe a little bit more in the 1950s and bikinis were not super common at that time um but they were available and that's generally what you saw shorts for women started out being the same as shorts for boys and men mid thigh um, to the knee somewhere in that range uh, is where women's shorts were in the 1950s shorts were not super common for women to wear it was more of a fashion type of a thing uh, in general everyday life they were not super common but that's they were pretty much the same as boys obviously the styles were more feminine and different but the the coverage is what we're looking at was pretty much the same women's tank tops usually were thicker straps than men's and, and more often you would just see a sleeveless top like a button-up sleeveless top or kind of a sleeveless you know sweaterish type thing than a tank top for women which makes a lot of sense that women would have this thicker strap or sleeveless because they were they covered up the bra strap now i'm not saying don't get all your panties in a wad i'm not saying that seeing a bra strap is immodest okay it was seen as a cleaner more polished look to have that bra strap not hanging out it um so it has nothing to do with modesty in that sense just more of a polished look these styles were functional and provided similar coverage to men's clothing. Sleeveless tops covered more than men's tank tops because it was more practical for women. Many women tell me that we do not tell boys to cover up and therefore modesty culture or purity culture is shaming girls and completely ignoring boys. Well, there's a reason for this, okay? So let's dive into it. As the years go by, Men's clothing and swimwear remains pretty much unchanged. Tank tops for men remain the same. Length of shorts isn't different today than it was 70 years ago in the 1950s. Women's clothing, though, has changed dramatically, and this is where the sexualization of women begins. There are many Christian women today who will defend religious patriarchy. A lot of us have seen this, okay? It's hard to believe that they do, defend the patriarchy in religion women are supposed to submit to their husbands and all this type of stuff christian women are happy to do that but there are just as many women today who are willing to defend the sexualization of women in modern society as well women's shorts went from a mid-thigh length in the 1950s at the shortest to today they show the bottom of a woman's buttocks Kind of a difference you would never see a teenage boy or a man wearing shorts that short in public i have never seen the bottom of a teenage boy's buttocks in public ever not even swimming have i seen that ever in my life why the difference girls do this every day i see girls bottoms of girls butts every day why why do women's clothing, why does it have to expose more than the boys, men's? Why? Ask yourself. Women's tank tops went from sleeveless tops or thicker straps to skin-tight spaghetti straps. Again, men do not wear tank tops like this. You would never see a teenage boy 
in a skin-tight, spaghetti-strapped tank top at school or in a restaurant. You wouldn't see it. They don't wear it. But girls do it all the time. I'm not telling you what's modest and what's not. I'm just telling you the difference between women's and men's clothing. Women's tops have gotten shorter and shorter, where men's tops have remained the same length. We do not see men exposing their midriff in public unless they're exercising or swimming. But teenage girls do this every day at school, in restaurants. I'm not talking about swimming. I'm talking about at school. I'm talking about going to a restaurant. There is a huge difference between the coverage of teen boys' clothes and teen girls' clothes. Why? Why do teen girls need to show their stomach and teen boys at school and teen boys don't? This is an important question to ask. Tube tops now look like a girl wearing a headband around her chest. Why do I say that? Because I saw one on Friday last week. Two of them, actually. In the same store. I was in a clothing store. And these girls had these little, like, looked like a headband around their chest. Would you ever see a teenage boy wearing a tube top or anything of the sort? No! Teenage boys do not wear tube tops. They don't. Why do we not recognize this? What is going on? Women's tops are frequently see-through. I have seen this a handful of times just this summer alone. Mostly in restaurants, actually. This was not swimming or, you know, exercising. No, in restaurants. This would not have happened in the past. In fact, it would have been seen as extremely indecent for a woman to wear a top with no bra, mind you, that's see-through. It would have been considered indecent. But, but it's fine now. It's, it's fine now. Women's swimwear, I mean, I equate this to a man wearing see-through shorts. I mean, really? Women's swimwear has changed from bikinis that were briefs and more of a sports bra top. Sometimes they had a little bit more, you know, uh, design element to it. But now we have tiny triangle tops that expose half of a woman's breasts and thong bottoms exposing their entire buttocks. Why do you need to expose that much skin just to go swimming? It isn't about practicality because I have seen on more than one occasion a woman lose a bikini top in a wave at the beach or on a slide at a water park. Bikinis are not practical for swimming. I know you're going to talk about laying out, but what do you need to, I mean, do we really need a tan on our butt? Like, really? It, it just, it doesn't make sense. Do boys expose this much of themselves? No, they don't. I've never seen a man's butt swimming ever, nor do I want to. I have yet to see men's swimwear exposing half of their genitalia and their full buttocks at a pool or a beach. And I'd be willing to bet if it happened, the police would be called for indecent exposure. That would never happen to a woman, though. We're completely fine with women exposing her female sexual anatomy in public where it would be considered indecent for a man to do so. Why the difference? Why? Should be the same. Prom dresses used to look like beautiful ball gowns. But a girl that I know quite well recently wore a prom dress. And actually, it, it, it like took me back for a second. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like It looked so familiar to me because I have an identical 
royal blue teddy in my lingerie drawer. And her dress, I mean, it, it literally, for a second, I thought it was my teddy. <laughs> and she's wearing this to prom. This should not be happening. Young girls should not, teen girls who are in high school should not be wearing lingerie to high school dances. Boys, on the other hand, are still wearing tuxedos or slacks, a button-up shirt, and a tie to high school dances. I think this perfectly illustrates why we are not worrying about what boys are wearing. If a boy was wearing that could something that could be found in a man's lingerie drawer to a high school dance, we would definitely be taking issue with that. It's just not happening. So just to give you a little background, my husband and I met when I was 14 years old. And I, we were kind of talking about this. And I asked him how he would have felt if I wore a dress to one of the dances that we went to with a low neckline exposing cleavage and a backless dress where his hands would have been touching my skin as we danced. And I know that you're all smart enough to know exactly what would have happened because we all know he said it would have, he would have been extremely turned on and it would have been really difficult and embarrassing for that to happen at a school dance. There's nothing shameful about this situation for me or for him. He cared about me, and this response to my body was normal. He would be normal. This would be normal for any high school couple. The problem is this puts a teenage boy in a very embarrassing situation. He doesn't have control over this arousal when his hands are touching the bare skin of a girl that he is attracted to and likes. And it is arrogant of us to blame him. We as women do need to be considerate of others, to be considerate of the feelings that can be stimulated in the men around us. At the school dances, I was 15 years old. My husband was 16 years old at the time. It was not appropriate, would not have been appropriate for me and would have been extremely arrogant for me to dress in something in that revealing where he would not have had control over arousal in public. This isn't about shame. It's about respect. Respect for yourself and respect for those around you. Why is it that women's clothing covers less and less and less over the years while men's clothing changes with current styles, but remains the same as far as coverage. Why? Why is no one asking this question? It's because secular patriarchy views women's bodies as objects to be displayed for the viewing pleasure of men. This is secular patriarchy that women do not even see because their anger is fueled towards purity culture and its harmful teachings. And because of that, we are completely blinded to the reality that modern culture sees your body as an ornament to be displayed for the viewing pleasure of men. Popular clothing styles are purposefully designed to be skimpy for women, but provide the same coverage they always have for men. This is why we do not tell boys to cover up, because they're not exposing themselves at anywhere near the level that teenage girls have been conditioned to. Women do not even realize that clothing companies and society as a whole have conditioned us to put our bodies on display. 
We see it in pop music, rap music, TV shows, movies, where women's bodies are constantly exposed, sexualized, and even talked about as if the sole purpose of a woman's body is to be viewed and displayed for men. And you know what? Women are all too happy to oblige because that's what we've been conditioned to do. You need to be beautiful. You need to be sexy. You need to be attractive. Your clothing needs to be revealing. Whereas a teenage boy is wearing a t-shirt and some cargo shorts. But no, 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 no. Girls don't wear that. We can't cover that much up. Popular music as early as the 1950s started to sexualize women. And for one example, the Beach Boys song, California Girls. The lyrics go, I love a French bikini on Hawaiian Island dolls. French bikini is a very skimpy form of a bikini that puts a woman's body on display. And here they are telling us it is for their viewing pleasure. In these lyrics, we don't even use the word woman. Women are dehumanized by using the word doll. Nobody has an issue with this. Nobody's realizing that women are being objectified and dehumanized starting in 50s, 60s in Beach Boys songs. And there are many other examples. I'm just not going to spend the time. I found examples in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all over the place. And worse than this one. There are dozens of examples of this. But I'll give you another one in the 1990s. Vanilla Ice sings the lyrics, Girls were hot wearing less than bikinis. Today's songs promote sexual violence and such vulgar depravity towards women, I'm not even going to bring up the lyrics. All I'm going to tell you is they promote sexual violence and objectify women in the worst possible ways. And we're okay with this. And you know what? On the flip side, I have heard women singing songs about other women's bodies. But I don't hear them singing songs about men's bodies in the same way. We don't hear the same lyrics in regards to men. In fact, we would laugh if, 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 as if it were like a joke if we heard the same lyrics in regards to men. So for example, if a woman is singing a song, I love a French Speedo on Hawaiian Island men. You just, that sounds dumb because we know nobody would say that. Men were hot wearing less than Speedos. It just sounds silly. These lyrics are so ridiculous, it just makes us laugh. Women think nothing of wearing skimpy bikinis and have the attitude that it's men's responsibility to manage their thoughts. And this is a really nice sounding idea if you're enraged by purity culture. But the reality is you don't get to dictate someone else's thoughts or what induces sexual arousal in another person. The only thing you can control is your own actions. That is the only thing you control. Not even the individual themselves can control what induces sexual arousal. It is a very individual and innate response. Let me say that again. Sexual arousal is an innate response. It is not something that can be controlled. Responses to arousal can be controlled depending on the individual and their mastery over their uh, urges. But the arousal itself is innate. 
Many women would not think anything of a gay man saying that he was sexually aroused by seeing another man in a Speedo. We don't get offended by that. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, he's gay. Okay, he gets sexually aroused by another man in a Speedo. Yeah, that's whatever. But those same women would become indignant at the idea that a man would be sexually aroused by her wearing a bikini. This is hypocrisy. To state that some man is supposed to dictate what he is aroused by and I should just do whatever I want. I'm not advocating for modesty rules where we tell girls specific rules that they must follow. Cover your shoulders, wear your knee-length shorts and dresses. I don't believe that a tank top showing your shoulders or short shorts are what we should be placing our focus on. I don't. Instead of purity culture modesty rules or free-for-all tell the men to control their thoughts, I would like to submit to you a completely different approach. Young girls and teens do need to be aware that there will always be perverts, pedophiles, rapists, and men who will lust after them. There always will be, and you will never stop it. You do not get to dictate a man's thoughts either way. You can yell from the rooftops all day long for men to stop lusting after women, but the truth of the matter is many of them never will, and they, they're just not going to. This does not, let me repeat, does not mean that girls and women are responsible for men's thoughts. I'm not telling you that you're responsible. I'm just telling you that men are going to choose this. Okay? Men will choose it for themselves. Women are 100% not responsible for what any of these men think or do. And that should be made abundantly clear to every young woman. You are not responsible for that. But young girls do need to be taught about consent, bodily autonomy, and most of all, intentional and empowering clothing choices. What do I mean by intentional and empowering clothing choices? It means that a young girl should decide for herself how much of her body she wants visible to complete strangers on the street. With full understanding of the wide range of individuals she may come across. It is her body. And she needs to learn to respect and honor her body in every way. Her body is not an object to be displayed. And it is not an object for the viewing pleasure of others. Clothing should be selected intentionally based on her values and on how much of her body she wants to make visibly available to strangers. She cannot control the minds of men nor is she responsible for their thoughts or their minds. However, she can choose to honor herself by not making intimate parts of her body available visually to any man who she happens to pass on the street. A man may lust after you whether you're wearing a bikini or whether you're wearing a lovely ankle-length dress. That's not within your control. However, how much of your body you share with men is within your control. I don't have to make my body available to strangers if I don't want to. Young women often choose clothing to accentuate body parts that they are proud to show off. We have been conditioned to do that. You, if, if we feel beautiful and sexy, we wear it. 
this overall attitude is in fact sexualizing themselves. Clothing choices should be self-honoring, self-honoring. And in doing so, it should not reveal more of your body than you would like to share with men who want to lust after you, but not respect you as a whole person to love and cherish. Let me say that again. Your clothing choices should not reveal more of your body than you would like to share with men who want to lust after you, but not respect you as a whole person to love and cherish. This is not about shame. It's about dignity and honor and a young woman making fully informed and intentional choices about whom she wants to share her body visually with. How much of her body does she want to share visually with a stranger? It's a question that every woman should ask herself. How much of my body do I want to share? How much of your body do you want to share with a date? How much of your body do you want to share visually with a boyfriend? These choices should be made from an informed and empowered place, not out of the desire to get attention or validation from men, and especially not out of mindless wearing whatever sexualized style clothing companies decide is in vogue at the moment. We have failed miserably in teaching young women to respect themselves. We have failed miserably in teaching young women to make empowered choices about how much of their body they are sharing visually with complete strangers. It is not empowering for young women to just fall into the trap of sexualization of themselves by modern culture and secular patriarchal ideas that women's bodies are for men's viewing pleasure. So just this year, I'm going to give you a few examples. Just this year alone, uh, we were in a parking lot at a trailhead, and there was a young girl who looked barely 16, hanging out with a large group of young men and women at a trailhead. Um, they were hanging out around this pickup truck, and she had cut the entire, and I mean entire butt, out of her booty shorts. She was leaning on the tailgate with her elbows, with her butt sticking out, and it was as bare as bare could possibly be. There is nothing empowering or appropriate about this at all. This girl was barely 16. She looked like a baby. All of the young men in the group were wearing t-shirts and knee-length bath knee-length basketball shorts, and some of them were wearing jeans and t-shirts. And I looked at these young boys and girls, and it was glaringly obvious the difference in coverage between what the boys were wearing and what the girls were wearing. Every one of the girls were wearing booty shorts that were exposing the bottom of their buttocks, and they were all wearing um, cropped tank tops. This girl just happened to want to be bearing it all, apparently, which I find that this young girl was sexualizing herself, and it really honestly made me sad. Um, another situation at a restaurant we were having a business dinner with sales managers and staff at, at a, a nice restaurant. And a young woman, she looked to be around 20 years old, walked in wearing a piece of extremely thin, entirely see-through fabric. And I say fabric because it was not sewn in any way, shape, or form. It just had a hole in it for her head. That's it. 
just think of a rectangular piece of fabric like a poncho kind of rectangular piece of fabric with a hole cut in it for her head it was entirely see-through like entirely see-through um it was completely open on the sides she was not wearing a bra her bare breasts were completely visible through the fabric and from the sides and I mean visible like it wouldn't have been any worse if it had just been clear plastic pretty much the other thing that I noticed because she was seated um sideways I was facing her unfortunately she kept lifting up her arms and leaning forward when men would walk by to be seated so that her breasts were entirely visible. What happened to the no shoes, no shirt, no service policies? Apparently, they don't apply to women, only men. There's nothing empowering about what this girl was wearing or how she was behaving. It, it was despicable and disgusting. And yet, this is what anti-purity culture is promoting. Another young woman, this was in February of this year. It was about 28 degrees outside. It was dark. It was in the evening. Um, I was in a family restaurant, and I was sitting down and eating, and she comes uh, walking out from the bathroom, walking towards me, wearing a see-through white cropped tank top with no bra. Um, I think you can get the point when I tell you no bra because it was very similar to the glass clothing in the previous example. This is not appropriate attire for 28-degree weather, people. I was freezing walking outside, and I had a sweater and a ski coat. This is what we are seeing. If that's not sexualizing yourself, I don't know what is. It's not like the clothing was even appropriate for the situation. We're in a family restaurant, and it's 28 degrees outside. It absolutely amazes me that anyone could even wonder why we need to teach young girls about empowered clothing choices or why we're not worried about talking to young men about their clothing, clothing choices. Because young men are not dressing like this in restaurants, schools, and public places. When young women are going, when are women going to stand up and say, my body is not on display? My body is not for the viewing pleasure of any man that walks by. You can't control his thoughts, but you sure as hell can choose not to put your body on display for him to use. You can choose that. There's nothing empowering about the way clothing companies make young men's clothing practical with the same coverage that men's clothing has had over the last 70 years and probably longer. But young women's clothing becomes more and more revealing. Why? There's nothing empowering about a young woman exposing her buttocks, half of her breast, or her entire stomach to every passing stranger on the street. Young women are not putting any thought into what they wear. There's nothing empowered or intentional about it. They simply wear whatever the clothing companies offer to them, no matter how degrading it might be. We cannot expect men to stop believing women's bodies are objects for their lustful pleasure if we keep walking around displaying our bodies for any man to use as he pleases. It isn't about dictating to young women modesty rules that must be implicitly followed. It's not about shaming girls and teaching them that they are responsible for men's thoughts or actions or that their body is shameful and bad and you've got to hide it and you've got to cover it because your body's bad. That's ridiculous. 
That's not what anybody has ever been trying to convey. They've done it in wrong ways. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. They've done it in wrong ways, but that doesn't mean we throw it all out the window because religious organizations have used controlling and ridiculous ways of teaching about clothing choices. As a teenager and young girl, I had so many experiences of being catcalled, whistled at. I had boys trying to look up my dress by the time I was eight years old, chasing me around the playground at recess day after day, trying to lift up my dress and see my underwear. Do you think they learned that from their dads? No, I am pretty much guarantee you that their dads were not going around lifting up women's dresses. I had boys grabbing my butt in the hallways in seventh grade. I was sexually assaulted by a boy who had gotten turned on by swimsuit magazines that they'd gotten into that the dad had at the party. Yeah, they were passing them around and giggling and looking at them. And the next thing I know, I'm being lured somewhere and assaulted. I was in sixth grade. Don't tell me that boys are not sexually stimulated by swimsuits. Do you want to know why I get pissed off by this? Because I was assaulted using a swimsuit magazine as a sixth grader. So don't tell me boys and men are not being sexually stimulated by your freaking swimsuit because they are. When I was on a date when I was 18, I had a young man say he hated church dances in the United States. And another one of the young men in the group asked him why. And he said, because church dances in England, the girls wear miniskirts and crop tops and they dress sexy. And it was a turn on to dance them and touch them. But the girls in the United States cover up and it was boring and not sexually stimulating. Do you understand that this is how men view your body? When you are dressing in mini skirts and crop tops, what is the message you are sending? What is the message that men are receiving? You don't get to control their thoughts, you're right, but you definitely can just fall right into their pleasure trap. I know all too well how our culture serves up women's bodies to men on a silver platter for their viewing pleasure. And we as women are all too happy to don whatever skimpy outfits and swimwear are offered to us by clothing companies without a second thought. It's time that we stand up and say, no, my body is not on display for the viewing pleasure of men. I will decide for myself how much of my body I will share visually with any random stranger. I will not allow clothing designers to dictate my clothing choices. I will not allow popular styles to dictate what is appropriate for me. Young women should be taught to listen to their heart, to listen to their conscience, and to make intentional choices about what they wear. How much of my body do I really want to make available? Maybe we should start thinking more about it instead of just letting modern society decide. Women's clothing should cover the same amount of their bodies as men's clothing. Why do we need to show any more than they are? Men do not wear booty shorts, people. Men do not wear shorts that are exposing the bottom of their buttocks. And if any of you have seen it, you snap a picture and you send it to me because I would love to see any proof that men or, or young boys, I don't want to see it, but I'm saying I would love to see your proof that young men are exposing as much of their bodies as young girls because they aren't. Men do not wear swimwear that exposes their entire buttocks. 
Do you go to a beach? And almost every single woman is. Even 60-year-old women are doing it. We accept what society offers us without a second thought. Most women are completely unaware of the fact that the clothing offered to them covers half of what the clothing offered to men covers. Why? Why are we not asking that question? We're all pissed off at purity culture, you evil people, but we don't really even take a second thought of what clothing is being offered to us. That we are being sexualized by the clothing being offered. Why can't tank tops for teen girls be fitted but not necessarily skin tight? Why can't tank tops for teen girls have thicker straps like the boys' tank tops? Why can't shorts for teen girls be the same length as shorts for teen boys? Why do they have to be shorter? Why do girls have to wear crop top shirts to show their abdomen? They're wearing them at school. They're wearing them at restaurants, but boys don't. Why do girls' dance dresses have to expose cleavage, bare backs? There are some girls, if they bend over, I've seen their underwear. But the boys still wear slacks, a button-up shirt, and a tie. Why? Why the change in the girls' dresses? Why, why do they need to be exposing their bare back at a dance? What is the point of that? What is the reason for that? The reality is there is absolutely no good reason other than society sexualizing women's bodies, but not men's. We need to have this conversation with young women because it is their bodies that are being put on display for men's viewing pleasure. It's time for women to take their power back and choose clothing from an empowered and honoring place. It needs to come from a place of bodily autonomy where a young girl understands her worth, understands her dignity, and who is choosing clothing based on how much of her body she chooses to share with men who have no interest in respecting her. I'm going to say that again. Young women need to choose clothing based on how much of her body she chooses to share with men who have no interest in respecting her. And I'm going to end this podcast with that thought. And I hope that this has at least brought up some questions in your mind. And I hope that it's given you a few talking points to have with your own daughters or even with yourself. Asking questions. Why do I need to expose this much of my body? What is the reason? Ask yourself, what is the reason I need to expose my buttocks at the beach? Is there a good reason? Is there a practical reason that I need to expose half of my breasts at a pool in front of young children? Because I'll tell you this. There are bikinis that expose more of women's bodies than my lingerie does. Okay? If I picture this, if I were to go to a park where young children and young mothers were playing, and I was wearing lingerie that covered as much as today's thong bikinis do, and I went to that park and I was walking around, do you not think those mothers would be upset that I was exposing that much of my body in front of their young children? Bare buttocks, half of my breasts, hanging out everywhere, and I'm walking around in this lingerie. But yet, 
take me out of the park and put me at the pool. Same young children, same families, and all of a sudden it's perfectly acceptable. Why? What, what's the difference? Same children, same families, same body exposure. We have been conditioned to believe that this is normal. We have been conditioned to believe that it is fine for women's bodies to be on display. Let me, let me also give you this little uh, example. Now take the same situation. Young families, young mothers, young children at a park playing. And a man comes to the park. And he is wearing a spe thong speedo, which I would consider very, very similar to a woman's bikini. He's wearing a thong speedo. His bare butt is completely visible. And he's walking around the park, around these young children. What are your thoughts about that? I guarantee you'd be even a little bit more disturbed at that image. Let's now take this man out of the park and put him at the pool. And guess what? It doesn't change. If there were young families and children at the pool and a man is walking around in a thong speedo exposing his entire buttocks, people would still be disgusted and disturbed that this man was exposing this much of his body to other people and to children. Why the double standard? Why do we find it completely ex acceptable for a young woman to be wearing a thong bikini, exposing half of her breasts and her entire buttocks to families, children, and any other stranger at the pool? Perfectly acceptable. It doesn't bother us at all. But if a young man does the same thing and wears a thong speedo that is very graphically exposing his genitals and his entire buttocks, why does that disturb and upset us? Why do we think that he should cover up a little bit more in front of women and children? We have a double standard. We are perfectly acceptable with the sexualization of women's bodies, but we're very uncomfortable with the sexualization of men's bodies. Is definitely something that we need to realize and think about because I think a lot of these women that are yelling at purity culture, and I'm not saying it's a good thing. I think the lessons that were taught were absolutely ridiculous. But the problem is we're not turning and yelling at secular culture for teaching us that our bodies were for the viewing pleasure of men because they're not. And we shouldn't be giving into that culture in any way, shape, or form. So hopefully this podcast has given you some food for thought, and I know it's a very controversial topic, and I'm okay with that because I am tired of young women being treated like that, catcalled, whistled at, and men having these attitudes, and it is not going to be until we as women stop displaying our bodies that this attitude changes. When we as women... First of all, when we as women are dressed completely normally, covering as much as a young man would be covering, and men can't call us, we have every right to turn around and yell at them. But there, we have to create change within our culture, and the only way that we can do that is to reject the clothing and the attitudes that our culture has placed upon us. 
That is the only way that we create change. We don't create change by giving into it, by giving men what they're looking for. We don't create change by displaying our bodies for men to use as they please in public settings, complete strangers. That isn't how you create change. You are not going to change men's ideas about women's bodies if that's what we're doing. So I'm going to leave you now again with the same thought I said before I gave these examples. Women need to choose clothing based on how much of their body they choose to share with men who have no interest in respect.